Hello besties, welcome to another episode of How to Hot Girl. My name is Eleanor and thank you so much for tuning in. I would just like to preface this by saying it has been a hot minute since the last How to Hot Girl episode. Um, If you've listened in or you know me personally, you know that I am fourth year of uni. It's the final, final hurdles and I am drowning pretty much drowning in coursework Um, I don't want to do anything for fun really because you know when I finish reading and writing which are things that I do and things that I love I don't want to be thinking about writing things up or making new content I just want to watch some Netflix as much as I love making this podcast I think for the next few while it will be fortnightly Um, but I still love it and thank you again so much for listening Today we'll be talking about how to boost your confidence. I'll be sharing some tips and some of my own experiences to hopefully help you harness your abilities, up your vibration, manifest better things and and help show the world what you have to offer. So you know how some people who you meet, they enter a room and just you're drawn to them their energy is magnetic and there's just something really appealing about them. And some people, albeit, can be so confident that they're conceited and that is something that I am absolutely not advocating. But I would hope that when I walk into a room that my energy does feel good and people are drawn to me because, you know, you want to have a good aura, you want to vibrate at a high level. You know, I always try and think to myself in a difficult situation, what would my higher self do? And I think with that sort of mindset shift, you then, you yeah, you vibrate at a higher level, you give out better vibes, people are more drawn to you because you're just a happy, positive person who is confident within themselves. Confidence starts from within. Mm, the amount of people and myself, albeit, that I have to remind, you do not get validation from anyone but yourself. If you are waiting around for a guy to text you, for someone to tell you that you look pretty, for your friends to ask you to hang out, if you're waiting for things to happen to make you feel good, you're not confident within yourself. Confidence means being happy within yourself regardless of what happens. It means being okay with whatever outcome because you have faith in yourself and you know that you're going to be okay. Confidence is knowing that you do not care if someone does not like you because you like yourself enough. You like yourself so much that you do not care if they like you or not. You should think more on if you like them. That is so important. So yes, I would like to talk about a few things for boosting your confidence because it's only really, I don't want to say recently that I've become a more confident person. I think um, I consistently level up. I'm still young, but I would argue I get better with age. I get better with every breakup. That is something I can say with confidence. Um, Not that I think that I was less before the breakup, I think, you know, you learn things, you apply things, you learn lessons and you apply lessons. People always talk about learning lessons, but it's actually the applying, I think, is the tricky part. Like, okay, you got rejected. I know that's nothing on me. I know that's not personal. But then I have to apply that. I have to apply that mindset. And I think that is something that I myself and other people struggle with. So yes, after every breakup or every disappointment or whatever, I think I do get a lot bit better mindset shifts vibration goes down but it will always come back the the bounce back is better than the comeback and in school I was not confident I was always a smart little girl and 
I wasn't sporty. I wasn't popular. I had bad teeth. Oh my goodness, did I have bad teeth? And it was something that I was so ashamed for, for so long. And if I could find my younger self and give her a little cuddle and tell her, you know, the people who are telling you you have bad teeth, they're going to stay horrible. They're going to stay horrible people. People, but see when you hit 16 and you get your teeth fixed. Oh my goodness, girly, is it over for them? Like, oh, if I could give her a cuddle. Because my teeth weren't my problem. I looked after my teeth, but they were so horribly squint. And I had braces. And I had acne. And I didn't feel attractive within myself until maybe sixth year, when my acne started to clear up. I started to develop a fashion sense. I had teeth. I had teeth. I had better teeth. I had nice teeth. Um, And I think I've built on that since then because I'm still, sometimes, I'm still that little girl inside who has bad teeth and who has acne and doesn't think that, you know, she's worthy of other people's attention. But I know how to handle her. I know how to treat my inner child. And I've known how I've got from her. And I'm so grateful for her because she was so smart and she got me through high school. She got me into uni. She did so much for me. And I'm so proud of where she's got to. So I think if you are thinking negatively about your past self as well, that is... Mm, that's a no-no. You have to treat yourself with kindness, all versions of you. Treat yourself with kindness for being human and, you know, let go of what people said to you in high school because we've all been there. We've probably also not been our best in high school. We've probably done maybe done the same to others. I mean, I can never say that I made fun of someone for their teeth or anything like that. But, you know, like I'm saying, just forgive yourself. Let go of your past transgressions and just be proud of where you've got to in life because you got yourself there and radiate that inner confidence and inner strength. So, Without further ado, things that have helped me be more confident. First thing is a feel-good routine. This is pretty basic. Um, feel-good routine, that could be anything to any any person. But a feel-good routine for me is something that, you know, it makes... My God, there's so many depressing elements, I think, to this podcast. I don't mean it to be a depressing way. I don't mean to say it like this. But a feel-good routine to me is something that makes life worth living. Um, <laughs> It's something that makes me romanticize my life and just to enjoy the enjoy the joy in the little things because if you're not enjoying the little things, you're not gonna enjoy the big things. Like you have to you have to enjoy the little things in this life. So a feel good routine is something that sets me up for the day or I wind down at night and it's something that makes me think, Yes, yes, I love my life. And so that for me, on a Monday, for instance, I get up, I have my breakfast, I have to wait for my flatmates for some reason on a Monday. I'm usually the first one up. And it's fine because I can literally get up, do my do my routine, go to the gym, come back, and neither of them are up. But on a Monday, for some reason, they're both up. They're both using the bathroom when I want to. <laughs> so on a Monday, I get up, I have my breakfast. I have a bit of a slow Monday. You know, I don't hit the ground running on a Monday, which I used to beat myself up for. But, you know, you can, t- you can be slow about things. But on a Monday, I get up, I have my breakfast. Um, I will eventually use the bathroom, brush my teeth, and I'll come back and I'll do a little dance workout in my room and oh my goodness it is so much fun just like listening to some Beyonce some uplifting music and being like yes let's get this week let's do things let's make things happen and then I will wrap that up with maybe some Pilates I will then do a little meditation and then I will have a shower I'll get ready for the day and I will sit down at my desk ready for 10 o'clock to start some uni work Um, and that is my Monday feel-good routine and on a Monday night I usually do a little skincare as well um 
And I think that really helps um, because, you know, you deserve to take time for yourself. Confidence also comes from looking after yourself, I think. You know, you do have to take pride in your appearance to a certain extent. Don't mean about attractiveness. I just mean, like, be clean. Look after your skin. Treat your body like a temple, as it were. But have a little routine. Just a few things. Maybe it's just saying some affirmations in the morning. Maybe it's setting your clothes out the night before so you're not faffing around in the morning. But just make a routine, establish a routine that will help things go well for you. My next tip for harnessing more confidence is eye contact. Maybe the most difficult one that I've got on the list because oh, eye contact can be so scary, especially if you believe, oh, the eyes are the window to the soul. Mm, I don't want to be I don't want to be staring into your soul. I don't I don't know you that well. Um but if you're meeting someone new, if you're at a party, you're at a work event, you're networking, there is no better way than to radiate confidence, I think, than looking someone directly in the eye. There is obviously a stipulation on that and just like don't maintain intense eye contact. I think the polite thing to do is like turn away every five seconds or something. So it's just not verging on the edge of creepy. But if you can engage in a conversation with someone who you don't know or someone who maybe you find intimidating and look them directly in the eye and hold their gaze, oh, it's very confident. Eye confidence is where it's at. Maybe you don't take anything else from this podcast, but if you can be more confident with your eyes, maybe that's in a flirty manner. Maybe it's something at work. If you can hold your own that way, yes, I can guarantee you, you will feel more confident. I write many things that I discuss. The more you do it, the easier it's going to be. You might get to a point where you don't even think about it anymore. And it does seem a really obvious thing, like, oh, look at people when you talk to them. But there is a difference. I think we all know when we're talking to people who are maybe really interested or maybe um, they aren't totally engaged with us or maybe they seem a bit anxious. But yeah, if you can hold a conversation with someone and be open with your eye contact and you can tell, they can tell that you're 100% invested in what they are saying right now. And that just adds value and again, it ups your vibration. So yes, if you can improve your eye contact skills, you will be more confident. My next point, bouncing off of that, is open body language. We all know what people look like when they're feeling really anxious. They just want to shrink themselves even smaller and they want to disappear into the background. They want to be a wallflower. Nothing wrong with being a wallflower. I do it a lot. But you can be you can be a confident little wallflower. You can be a quietly confident little wallflower or you can be more confident. But do not shrink yourself away because wherever you are, you deserve to take up space. And having an open body language just, again, radiates confidence, enthusiasm, it's magnetic. You wanna put your shoulders back, you wanna have your chest out there, not in a ridiculous like gorilla-like manner, but you know, shoulders back, posture is key, posture is so good. And a tip for posture that really helps me when you know, you're a student and you're just sat at a desk all day is I keep my laptop on a shoebox um, because I'm too stingy to buy a laptop stand. <laughs> So lift your laptop up and then you're not stooping over and your shoulders aren't rounding because you're having a stoop posture. Mm, that's not good. That doesn't look confident. And I'm absolutely not advocating, you know, man spread. Be as, take up as much room as possible. Just be magnetic with your space. Be intentional with your space. Put your shoulders back. Open yourself up to the room. Open yourself up to the conversation. Don't fold your arms. Don't come across as closed off. Don't play with your fingers. Although I have a bad habit of picking my skin, so yeah. I should listen to what I what I say. Um, but yeah, keep your body language open and 
show that you are open to receiving. Show that you're open to whatever's going on and that you are happy to be there. Even if you're not, just pretend. And even if it's a, if it's a situation that maybe you're not happy to be there, maybe that's the best place to practice. So then when it is a situation where you're feeling nervous, it'll be so much easier to maintain this like high vibration with keeping your body language open. It's really good for job interviews. It's really good for first dates. Um, I feel like first dates and job interviews are weirdly similar. Um, but yeah, keep your body language open. Confident people have good body language. I want you to think of a confident person you know who you often see just slouching in the corner and trying to make the sums fall. Exactly. Um, my next point, and this is quite a good one. This is maybe my favourite one. And it's only an L if you make, an, make it an L. Embarrassment embarrassment is what you make of it it is not a thing if you don't want it to be it is not embarrassing if you don't think it was embarrassing confident people laugh at themselves they are very confident they're confident within themselves but you know what I mean like they're not going to be ashamed they're not going to be put down that they've maybe just made an L and it is only an L if you make it an L so an example of this is that a few weeks ago I was on my way to a seminar and I had my silly little Starbucks in my hand um, and it was after 11 o'clock and the seminars usually start at 10 past. So I get to outside my seminar room and we've got little screens outside all the uni rooms and they say what's going on and what's next. And it says, oh, 11 to 1, um, my class. And I'm like, oh, right, okay. And I can hear voices inside. I'm like, oh gosh, we've already started, we've already started. So I go in, I don't knock, the door slams because it's an awful fire door. And it's not my class, it's the class before. They ran over and I've just walked in on them. Um, like I say, it was technically my class time. So they were all looking at me. They were all looking at me like I was some crazy person. Although if it were me in my sit that situation, my class had gone over and someone had interrupted to kind of round it up, I would be so thankful. So I don't know what they were doing. You can't be that invested that you want to stick around for more than two hours. Anyway, um, yeah, I just sat down. I was just kind of like, oh well, my class now, my time for the knowledge please leave. No, I didn't say that. I just kind of sat there and looked intimidating because I was wearing a black cap and all black trackies. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, I, I didn't make it an L. It wasn't an L. I made an honest mistake um, and it was my time. So it is only an L if you make it an L. Things are only embarrassing if you make them embarrassing. Just be able to like laugh at yourself, brush things off because literally it's not that deep. It is not that deep. And if you are making it an L, learn from it so that next time it won't be an L. A good way to learn from your mistakes um, is saying your affirmations. Very common one. You've probably listened to a few podcasts that talk about affirmations. Affirmations are something that, you know, I have a sort of strange, not strange, strange not the word, but you know, I have, I'm never 100% on my affirmations, but I do think my mindset is better when I am. Um, I used to journal one nice quote every night and I think that was a really good idea. So like when I was journaling at night, I would pick a Pinterest quote and I'd be like, Hmm, this is for my day. Um, I also have an app um, called I Am, which I recommend, which just gives you nice affirmations throughout the day, just as a notification, because if you're going to be on your phone, you might as well be doing something good with it. And um, yeah, say your affirmations. Be able to look at yourself in the mirror, no matter how cringe it is, and say, I'm beautiful, I'm strong, I'm confident, I deserve the world. Um, it's, very, it's very conceited to a degree, but the thing is, if you can say that to yourself, if you can maintain eye contact, with your reflection in the mirror and if you can see these things to yourself these things will start to manifest if you tell yourself you're beautiful you will feel beautiful if you tell yourself you're confident you'll be confident 
Obviously, there's more to it than that. But, you know, believe you can and you're halfway there. That's the beauty of affirmations. You've got to start somewhere. And it's just reminding yourself in the morning when you wake up, today is a good day. Today is an opportunity. I am proud of myself today. Because the thing is, if you can't tell yourself that, who will? Believe in yourself. And I think affirmations are really good for that reason. And then my next point is cementing a style. So this is very similar to a feel-good routine in that it's just harnessing something coherent, something simple that is candescently you. And it's going to make you feel good and it's specific to you. So cementing a style. So um, you know that TikTok trend that was like turning my mum into me. So you have to put like your favourite bits and bobs on your mum. So that's your style. So if you then think about that and then having clothes that you know that you look good and maybe you want to take this opportunity to revamp your wardrobe as a general rule of thumb, if I haven't touched something in over a year, it's going to the charity shop. And because, you know, that's all seasons. So, you know, if I see something and I think, oh, I haven't worn this in six months. Yeah, that's because it's a little crop top and it's December. Um, So I'll keep that for next summer. But, you know, if it's something you haven't worn for a while, take it out. And if you've got the funds to do so, buy yourself something nice that makes you feel good. Um, obviously buying things isn't going to do a lot of inner work but you know just showing up nice and feel it does it does help make you feel good within yourself like part of my job is um, giving demonstrations and I know that I feel a lot more better about giving a demonstration for 30-40 people if you know I've maybe done my hair if I've maybe um, put some nice jewelry on um, if I've put some mascara on even not all the time because sometimes I don't really care at work Um But, you know, I think people can agree to an extent that, you know, when you feel put together, you'll feel more confident because, you know, looking good is an element to it as well. So find a style that suits you. Maybe you want to try building a capsule wardrobe. There's so many good videos about that. Maybe you have a favourite colour that you want to wear to um, an interview or to a party or something like that. Find your colour scheme and then go for it. Go for it. Go for whatever makes you feel good within yourself. Um, do what makes you feel confident in your own skin because, you know, the skin is an element to it as well. Um, but obviously, you know, if your favourite outfit is um, a skimpy little clubbing thing and it's the middle of winter, then yeah, maybe try and layer up. Think about it seasonally. Think about what you're wearing for what. But, you know, find what makes you feel good. Find what makes you feel confident. Find what makes you actually feel like you can stand out and talk to other people as opposed to just slouching in the corner. If you say that's a little bit of bold colour, if that's a little bit of black whatever just wear whatever you feel good don't feel pressure to follow trends if you don't want to um like i kind of i'm still debating buying some like parachute pants some cargo things but the thing is i'd wear them once for clubbing and i don't even go clubbing nowadays i don't have the time but it's a trend and i'm like "Mm, i should try it out but i i I don't it would just be it would just be a waste of money um so i might as well buy myself something nice i'm not saying spend all your money on clothes I spend too much money on clothes, although I have been very good recently. But my point is, just wear things that make you feel good within yourself. Things that are going to help you radiate that inner confidence. Take that inner confidence and bring it outwards. And then in saying that, celebrate your uniqueness. There is only one you. You deserve to be heard. You deserve to be seen. This is the penultimate point, by the way. And yeah, know what you bring to the table and what you have to offer a discussion. I think I heard something on like a dating podcast about like how... Don't be scared about talking about your experiences on a date because they're your experiences. No one knows them as well as you do. No one is as engaged as you are. 
So yeah, know what funny memories you have, little anecdotes, what fun facts. Oh, please don't tell people fun facts unless it's um, appropriate in the moment. <laughs> but you know, what makes you special? What can you bring to a discussion? What makes you feel good within yourself? What can you show other people? What can you tell other people? What can you say to include other people as well? Um, celebrate that, know that you are special and know that other people are going to see that uniqueness too. You just have to bring it out. And then that takes me on to my final point, which is to challenge your negative thoughts. Again, this is a big one. This is easier said than done. It has taken me years, I guess, to, you know, dispel all those negative thoughts and anxieties and self-doubt that you kind of get in high school and take them out. But some things that help me when I get a negative thought that's like, oh, um, I don't look good or, oh, I miss my ex or this isn't right for me, I can't do this, is to just think sometimes no. I just think no, say no if it's not really weird and you're in public space, but say no. Challenge the thought, no, why is, it, why is that narrative, who says that narrative is right? Who says so? Just say no, just say no. Um, again, when I'm ruminating, something that helps me is just the, just think, you know, when your mind goes down a rabbit hole, this isn't worth my energy. This is not worth my energy. Um, and then try and fo- change your mind, shift, refocus what you're thinking on. This is not worth my energy. Challenge your negative thoughts. If you're telling yourself that you're ugly or you're fat or that you don't deserve this or you can't do this, challenge them. Challenge them. Reframe your mindset because this is probably the most important one because it does all begin within you. Challenge these thoughts. It's not possible to do it all the time we all have bad moments and we all have self-doubt I'm not saying become a robot but if you can get consistently into the habit of just challenging challenging these negativities challenging these behavioral patterns and just see what happens see what you feel differently about yourself just say no just say no all these negative thoughts and voices inside your head just say no again I appreciate there's maybe a bit more to it than that but that's a really good point to just start with just say no see what happens. How bad could it be? Okay, so that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed those little tips. I hope they help. I hope you'll feel like a more confident person when you apply them and I wish you every success in doing that. Please share, please leave a review, share on social medias, tell your friend, friend, um, and yeah, I'll hopefully see you soon. Thank you.